You're listening to The Dude Grow Show, coming straight out of Denver, Colorado, bringing you marijuana grow knowledge, news, and culture. At the tone, the time will be 4.20. Exactly. going on people this week in cannabis is brought to you by you got it brought to you by scotty anybody anything it's brought to you by my boy straight nugs man who came to visit me he's actually in the studio right now man so uh don't be lying well he's in your home studio yes not not officially not not officially the dude grow show studio but yes oh in my home studio man i'm the kind of guy that needs needs a studio at home if if i want to show up for work i gotta build my studio at the house Nice. If you guys don't know, this show is the news, according to uh, Scotty and the Dude, cannabis news that we've uh, found on the webs and been hanging. Scotty's on location there in his own studio. Actually, guys, if you've been, uh, I don't have an executive producer. Hey, we'll give it a straight nugs. Come on, man. Straight nugs, executive producer, man. Anybody that comes by the studio, man, it brings me a little bit of, what are we smoking here, brother? Oh, man, brought the DGC. Oh, really? Big ass DGC cut nug right here. Holy shit, this is beautiful. Right. I'm going to Instagram this out in a second, man. Cool, cool. 630 LEC flowered under, man. It looks like it's frosty as shit, too, man. So you you, awesome, you lead awesome. host with the most. I'm going to just smoke a bomb here, my friend. You better save me some of that. I haven't tried any yet, ever. ever. It's all right. There's, a bo- there's like a little jar here that says Scotty, and then there's one that says the dude. I promise I'm smoking out of the one that says Scotty. I promise. All right, we'll see about all that. All right, guys, we'll uh, officially I'll show the, say that this show is brought to you by, check out, as I've been saying, Source Vapes. If you need a vape, great place. Coupon code DUDE, pick up your vape pen, you know, and, and get it straight with the convenience and, uh, and clarity of vaping. What else can you, do you know what else? I know you can use shatter in those. I've put wax also in the Orb 3. And is there another? I mean, wax is just a little bit different consistency. What else can you put in those, though? It's the one thing I don't like. Like the person that's in Iowa, or per se, be like, I'd love to get a vape pen, but uh, you know, shatter's pretty thin around here. Not to mention, if you get caught with it, the cops are like retarded about it. Yeah, definitely, you know? man. But you can. I know, can, like dry sift. Remember, we were hanging with Doctor well, J at the last uh, D, uh, cannabis cup, rather, and he was putting dry yeah. sift in there, and he was also, I think, he had some water hash he was putting in. As long as it's real about, high quality, uh, clean stuff, yeah. Yeah, like if you're making bubble bag, like hash that way, because that does that burn on those coils? All right, Abs- I haven't tried. That. Absolutely. If you if you don't do it super clean, like if you use some of the larger screens, you can get a little bit of residual, uh, you know, residual okay. stuff on the, the coils. But if you keep it real clean, man, and, and screen it down, you know, the, with those high micron screens, yeah, you can get a, a dabbable product, man. Absolutely. I haven't made bubble bubble hash in a while. I have to do that. So don't you remember anyway, we were guys, we were so dabbing it with Doctor J that one day. True, true. So, sourcevapes.com. Check it out. Coupon code DUDE. And the other uh, supporter, I'm just going to say Dude Grow Show, man. You guys have all been awesome. If you're listening to the show, the best thing for us, tell another grower, tell your grow store, tell a friend, tell anybody you think that's going to be interested in checking out Grow Technique, Cannabis News. Um, and, uh, yeah, just spread the word. Give us a review over if you're listening to us on iTunes or whatever platform you are. Maybe you are, some of you are the iHeartRadio folk, man. I don't, I think, I'm assuming our iHeartRadio demographic maybe is a little bit older. But either way, man, give the show a review. It's a great way to uh, help us out. All right. All right. Let's hit it. And, guys, I'll be back in my emails, if you will. I've gotten some emails here tomorrow Monday. Um, truth be told, I'm, I'm currently out of town but coming back in town today. So I'm recording on location in St. Louis, man. St. Louis caught a, caught a blues game last night with my boy and some friends out here. All right. All right. I started this day by asking the dude, did we win? And then what sport are we talking about? Those are two questions. Or... <laughs> it's the only sport that I like to really, really, really watch is the hockey. But anyway, man, let's get into some of this cannabis news here. All right. See what's going on, going on around. We got a marijuana debate goes mobile. 
as magic number, quotations, as magic number for driving while stoned is sought. Now, right there in the title, we can call it like BS, right? Do Why? Do you believe in there, magic? Dude, there is no magic number, man. That's like how, you know, this, this state representative, and man, this is why Scotty's saying we should have a video news show so you guys can see what we're laughing at, Scotty. If you see the picture here of Peter uh, Lucido or whatever, state representative, Peter, I guess uh, Lucido, I'm a guess. Um, <laughs> Holy bubble. shit. Wow. He's how a do sponsor you re- the bill. I'm, look, I'm not being a dick, but how do you release that picture? Like, how about a do-over, man? You know, like, he's obviously paying for that shit, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's seeking, this is in Michigan, um, he wants to create, uh, sponsor the bill to create the study commission. He said that other states have set a threshold for driving under the influence of marijuana, five nanograms of active THC per milliliter of blood in Colorado, but they pulled those numbers, quote, quote here, out of their derrieres. Okay, dude. Um, he <laughs> believes Michigan can be a pioneer in the first state to set a limit backed by science. His words, if we don't get it correct, credibility, credibility wise, what's the point? Um, the bill, um, he said he wants, this is how he's going to do it, Scotty. This is his plan. The bill describes a governor appointed commission to study and find the, in quotation, magical number that would include a forensic toxologist, a physician, a state police representative, and a medical marijuana patient. They and does, two professors, two professors as well. Now, these guys are going to get together, right? But and uh, they're going to get the magic number, Scotty. Doesn't this guy look like the kind of guy that will show up and tell you about a magic number, though? You know what I mean? He looks like a he's straight out of the Wizard of Oz That's or something. That's what I'm like, saying, like man. The wizard. You know, we're going to come up with the magic number. I don't know, man. Yeah, like everything about it some is funny wrong, song man. About the, it. the way he looks at people, the way he talks to people, man. Everything is wrong. Yeah, it looks like he should be skipping along and be like, we're off to see the wizard. But, uh, yeah, the, the point here, you guys know. I mean, yeah, if, he, if this sounds like, okay, cool, they have a toxologist, a physician, a representative. They have two professors from different universities as well as a medical marijuana patient. Obviously... There is no magic number. We've talked about it on the show. We've had attorney uh, Jay Tiptiction on the show. And, uh, you know, the, the thing is, you don't give them the reason to ever test you. And in my opinion, still, um, with with cannabis is that it's a roadside, right? That, that's what should determine with anything to a degree, even though there's debate there as what well. What about performance? People- what about the days when performance was how you were evaluated, man? You know, what? am I driving shitty? You know, does it look like I'm impaired? Am I driving? You know, uh, you know, do you see anything that shows me as a danger? You know, what's all this fucking pre-crime shit, man? You know, we're trying yeah, to stop yeah. you for a pre-crime, man. You haven't hurt anybody yet. You haven't done anything yet, but you could have. You know, I mean, it's a little bit Big Brother style shit there, man. Yeah, and the problem is that, sure, somebody could have, you know, um, maybe three nanograms or something in their blood, of course, and they're fine. Another person could smoke and then they definitely shouldn't be driving i mean more than likely what's going to happen is they're just going to sit at the stop sign too long but uh it's not going to be typically an issue um you know and it's like with any other substance if you know you don't feel comfortable to drive don't drive but medical marijuana patients as we've seen in colorado cases where they're up to 9 10 12 nanograms um completely fine we've covered stories where it's been beaten court uh, so please don't find any magical numbers is the point um, I have in this story. Yeah, because and, it, and it, I like I like this just, rich rich uh, Thompson guy, man. He seems like a, a pretty down to earth spokesperson, man. And he talks about it being backward science. Says instead of asking the university to study if THC has a negative effect on driving, and if so, what level, the legislator is directing the science to make an assumption that it's not clearly established, and start from that premise. All right. He fucking got yeah. too stoned and lost me, man. <laughs> but anyway, he looks. You know why I like this guy, man? Because he has a five hundred dollar Toshiba computer and not a two thousand dollar freaking fancy MacBook, man. I trust this guy, man. You know? Oh, what? So the Mac users can't be trusted. Sensible Rick Thompson over here, man, spends his money on weed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding, man. All right, I'm only having Let's fun, c- man. Let's cover, this is out of the Boston Herald. Hey, real um, quick, man, did you see that, yeah. that um, what, uh, what this bill, there's like a bill and there's, what, what this all comes from is there's uh, Thomas J. Swift and Barbara J. Swift were killed in, a, in May 2013 uh, when a driver with a suspended license with THC in his system careened into the couple's car, killing them. 
you know, and then, you know, so there's son. I'm sure, you know, the kid's, you know, certainly distraught. I can understand. But, you know, we got to find, you know, it's we got to we don't have to pin it on the THC that was in their system. Well, I mean, yeah, that's just giving them a, 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 another. I mean, obviously, very distraught parents. That's a sh- real shitty incident. It was but, it's actually know, a distraught like son. That was his parents were killed. But my, my, oh, I gotcha. Yeah, my, my point is that uh, you know I understand that one of the one of the factors, and maybe I would I'm going to even take back the word contributing. It just something that was in their system. I don't know was a contributing factor at all. The fact that somebody smoked weed and then say that they you know one of the things they did was smoke weed and then they go out and kill somebody or they do something fucking crazy. Are you you know are you blaming the weed for that? No, it's the person. You know, I mean, there's yeah. And if we dug into that, I'm sure there are more reasons there why he is has a suspended driver's license in the first place. And I'm not saying sure it could be a contributing factor, but to make that a major point in legislation, it ain't the major contributing factor, man, that it ain't. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's one that people look at, like they'll hear that story. Um, and that is going to affect how they're going to find this magic, you know, oh, we definitely should find a magic number. Look, this guy had THC in his system and he hit somebody head on. So right, let's anyway. blame the pot, man. Anyway, all right, uh, good point, good point. I'm gonna move on to the next story here, which is out of uh, Boston. It looks like um, Baker Dash Walsh anti marijuana group. You ain't even got a Boston. What's that? <laughs> what you said in here? I, what, I, I was just I was monkeying with with the Boston accent, man. You know. Oh, okay, yeah. No, I can't. I'm not pulling out the Boston the car accent. Got to buy some pot. <laughs> So an anti-marijuana group is to blast pot ballot measure. Yeah. Another good picture of a guy. Yeah, now this guy I like, dudes. man. I like, give me the Kennedy haircut, man. I'm sorry. I meant to say <laughs> hair piece, man. Hair piece. <laughs> so the anti-marijuana legalization committee, man, it's, it's not a good committee to be hanging out on. Headed by, headed by Governor um, Charlie Baker and Mayor. Wow. Okay. It's headed by some bigwigs out there. Mayor Martin Walsh and Why House Speaker I be born Robert with a name DeLeo. like that? You know, Chuck Stoner or Charlie Baker or something like that, you know? <laughs> hey, Charlie. I'm Charlie the Baker. Yeah. Right, but he is the governor. Um, they will, um, today, they publicly urge backers of legalization measure to come clean about the high potency of the drug's the measure would legalize, man, the high potency, Scotty, What's and acknowledge important? that marijuana industry, the, that the marijuana industry depends on these high octane pot products to make a profit. So, okay, I'm, I'm waiting for him to talk about the kids in here too, probably. And I was reading this before, and I was just confused about something, man. So, if it's more potent, then you would have to smoke half as much, right? You know what I mean? If if something, if one is you know, they're saying 9% THC. And by the way, my UPS driver today said to me, he was like, yeah, he, was talk- he just keeps delivering recharge stuff. So I've given him some recharge. And he talked about putting it on his tomatoes. And then he started, uh, he says that everybody's always asking him about like, hey, what's the difference between, you know, now that legalization happens, you know? And so my UPS driver goes, oh, it's way cooler now, man. There is, it's a little bit different. He goes, now people answer their doors when I knock as opposed to just whispering on the other side of them, man. <laughs> that's his big oh, that's change, hilarious. man, for legalization. <laughs> Shit. Well, this um, the, the name, the, the story. I was just finding stories, unfortunately, that I'm just criticizing. But the campaign out there in Massachusetts is the campaign for safe and healthy Massachusetts. Isn't that great? I mean, they make that sounds so like they. That sounds like one of those nonprofits with a bunch of zeros in their bank account, man. You know what you should yeah. do, Dean, is donate for my campaign, the Campaign for Health and Safety Massachusetts. <laughs> it's tax deductible, yeah. well, you know. They're, they're, uh, they're alleging that marijuana legalization ballot measure is based on misleading information about the potency of the drugs it would legalize. They include edibles such as pot cupcakes, candy, and other highly concentrated forms of marijuana that some opponents call, man, some opponents call cannabis crack due to the high amounts of THC chemical responsible for the weeds high. This is so, it is ridiculous. How do they know that edibles such as pot cupcakes and candy, that the amount of, you know, they're saying that are highly concentrated forms, that's bullshit, dude. Like, it totally depends on how much is being put in there. You can have a piece, of, you know, somebody offered me just the other day a piece of chocolate that they they knew, uh, you know, because out here, and it's not always 100% consistent, but they're getting more consistent and say, hey, this is a 10 milligram piece of chocolate. You're going to call that highly concentrated, in quote, cannabis crack? Like, 
Yeah, <laughs> such bullshit, I, man. This, that's what somebody who doesn't smoke and doesn't understand would call it, man. You well, know? yeah. And, and that's what happens, you, man, is you get these laws that are written by people that don't understand, you know, that barely smoke, smoked weed a couple times in, in, in high school, you know, or college. Yeah. And, uh, oh, wait, here, we did get to the children. Let me get to the children. This is a quote here from uh, one of these guys <laughs> of this group. End quote. People deserve to know that this ballot question would allow the industry to market and sell a drug that is much more potent than what existed even a generation ago. Um, it will also unlock the door for the sale of dangerous edible products that are a risk for accidental use by the children. You know, and we get into this stuff before, um, you know, there's dangerous products that your children could accidentally use in your medicine cabinet under your kitchen sink. Absolutely. That shit goes to... The, you know, there's, there's there's liquor cabinets all around the world that aren't locked up. That all goes to parenting, man. And I, 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 I they shouldn't, I don't know. I, I don't think there's any issue in my head with being able to go get a cookie, a brownie. I don't care if it's a pack. Everybody talks about the gummy bears, man. This, as long as it's labeled properly, stored properly, just like we do. You know, tell me how much different a spree, a candy, um, you know, a spree or whatever else looks. How close does that look to some of the different pharmaceutical pills out there? Should we say, guys, look, man, you got to put uh, a skull and crossbones on all your pills so the kids know they're not candy. Like, just craziness. So uh, I, I couldn't agree with you more, man. It's so conflicted. And, and think about all the, you know, one of the stories you're going to go to is something about allowing cannabis in schools. And I'm like, you know, for somebody that literally needs it to not have seizures, you know, I mean, they allow Ritalin in schools. No problem, man. You know, how, you know, and that's, you know, or whatever those things are, man. That, that stuff that's really closely related to crystal meth, they allow that in schools, man. But uh, cannabis, it's a super controversial. That's weird, man. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I still can't get over. What else is where? Okay, so, so impotent, all right? If we say it's impotent, then that means it's uh, not very potent, right? But if I say it's inflammable then it means I'll fucking blow up if I fucking light a joint next to it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> shit's confusing, man. Yeah, and they talk about that the, the, this committee um, cited, just kind of, give me your take on this, that uh, out in Colorado, they said Mar the Marijuana Trade Association and Marijuana Business Daily said that outlaw outlawing products with THC levels of 16, because we were talking about this in Colorado, they're going to outlaw products of products 16% or higher, would literally gut the industry was what our they're saying absolutely the, uh, man the absolutely it would i mean think would, about yeah, that. I, I mean i wouldn't fucking be going to pay top dollar for shit if it was 16 well, percent the safe the committee for the safe and healthy massachusetts says people need deserve to know what they are voting on and the marijuana industry should acknowledge that it openly admits in Colorado that its profits depend on high potency products. Again, like what, like we've already said, we're we're spinning our wheels here. Like, yeah, no, no, no. We make our money on the product. shit stuff, man. The real garbage stuff, man. You know, that's what you know what I mean. Like, what the hell? Yeah, that's not something we're doing. Acknowledge that we sell a you high quality, high highly potent product. You know, when they're calling them uh, marijuana cigarettes, that like this is like they're the wrong. Like it goes, well, marijuana cigarettes from the 70s had single digit percentages levels of THC. Most Yikes. today have a content of 13 percent or higher. That is not and who 13 percent or higher. 13 percent is not that high for puffing on a J or whatever. But I mean, I, yeah. I just don't understand. It has to do with how much you inhale. So if you're going to inhale, you know, we'll say just, you know, one unit of a 13 percent THC, uh, you know, then. I just think you could use less, you know, like think about like people used to have to smoke per, whole yeah. joints. That's what a joint was all about. You didn't smoke a whole joint. You barely get high. I remember we smoked two joints, man. Remember the sublime so the perfect song, man? Example. Smoke two joints yeah. in the morning. It ain't because you got way one. high off the first one, man, you know? Uh, this is funny, sublime. But, yeah, that is a great point. You know, we I've tested the shatter from Extractor Man. We see it coming out at 70% something. Goes in my vape pen, and you know it's great. Like you just said, I can just take a little, you know, a little puff on that vape pen, one little one, and I'm good for a while. Whereas people do, you know, remember when you're hanging out with a group of friends, you're at a concert, and you're sessioning, you're with the, with the bong or pipes or whatever. Um, you're consuming a lot more smoke, man. So we're going to start a new group for uh, safe and healthy Coloradans for high potency concentrates. Nice, <laughs> man. What does you make an you acronym for that or whatever the hell you want to call it? What do they call <laughs> those things, man, when the word stands for something? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Antonym, acronym, whatever. Some kind of a NIM, man. Some kind of a NIM. All right, but we're going to start the group. Yes, it's uh, Coloradans for safe and healthy 
uh, Colorado. Colorado. I don't know. We'll come up with it. You guys yeah, put, put some, put some memes up of some. Yeah, there you go. Of some sh- <laughs> All right, moving on, <laughs> moving on out of the cannabis tier. Um, I got to tell you, Long- man, I am already uh, pretty ripped up from this uh, DGC cut, man. I got to give kudos. I'll, I'll start out with the originator, man, who was Costa Mesa Steve down in, in, in California, man. That's Yeah, I mean. Yeah, you smoked props. it out in Cali, and right? I did, I did. And now I just uh, smoked uh, straight nugs, just hooked me up with some. And, man, what amazing flavor, man. I'm going to have to get him on the mic a little bit later. And, uh, yeah, he really got some flavor coming through, man. He's lucky he didn't enter. We should have entered this into the DGC Cup, man. That would have been a, been a contender. You could have been a contender. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Oh, shit. I think I'm we'll, rubbing uh, it in. I think I'm rubbing it in because didn't he one of the guys that just missed it? Some, it was some kind of bullshit, blizzard bullshit or something. Anyway. Well, uh, nice. No, I think he had a, fl- a basement flood. That's what, what I heard. That counts as blizzard bullshit under my uh, under my watch. That works. Man. I'd blame that on the blizzard. So Colorado lawmakers reject organic labeling for marijuana because some state senators worry worry creating a certification program for organic marijuana would violate um, national organic rule and imply that pot use is healthy. Ooh, I, when, when it's was organic, it but my, it's organic. It's interesting, uh, man. Oh, you got the auto, auto play. Auto. I knew it, man. I knew it. <laughs> so they're saying that um, it will mislead people into thinking marijuana doesn't have any uh, health effects, that it's okay, said Senator Raleigh Heath, Democrat of Boulder. It kind of puts a stamp of approval on it, you know? Um, so does the label mean there are no health? Wait, I tell the you, sponsor of the measures. Go ahead. I was just saying, man, I can just see like the culture, man. And in Colorado, there is definitely a stamp of approval on smoking wheat, man. You know, it really isn't frowned upon. It's looked as something that's kind of, uh, yeah, I certainly, I think it's looked as something that's fairly healthy, you know, that healthy people do, you know, it doesn't have it. Yeah. Neg- neg- it's totally shedded that negative stigma. I like, you know, I would like to have a, that that label if it's going to be legitimate certification in the sense of when you're worrying about um, what you're putting in your body, and then obviously to have that certification, you're going to have your pest, your IPM and pest program is going to be of a different sort than somebody that doesn't. Um, depending, depending on how you use and hand, handle sprays and pesticides and all that jazz, but it's it, to say it's to assume oh, if we call it organic, it's it's like saying it's healthy. I mean, just because something's labeled organic doesn't mean shit about it being healthy. I could go get organic potato chips at the store and just pound those for, you know, a week straight, gain some weight or, right. you know, whatever, like you said. You know, I, could go, I could go get some organic beer, dude. I go get some organic wine. So, um, Hey, man, this is there, one of those things where I, I guess this guy thinks that he has to, you know, protect, you know, the idiot people, man. I mean, is that... Is oh, this article just co- covered it as well. What They said chocolate. They used to, oh, there's organic chocolate and wine. Um, so, yeah. I would like to see it. The organic certification, I think, is something that would be good in the industry and should be implemented, um, especially for the growers that are proud that they do have an organic product that's the dank, and they want to have it labeled and, you know, maybe get a little edge on the market for the people that care about that labeling. Yeah, but they do have some private uh, organic certifications. So when people... Uh you know, when the government fails us, what what you know, what do capitalists do, man? Capitalists show up and uh, and invent it themselves and privatize it. So I've seen uh, at some of these shows, I've seen there's a couple of guys going around doing private organic certifications. And you know, what is it? It's a you know, basically you can't get the NOP seal of approval because it's not a it, it's not federally legal. You know, that's a federal program run yeah. by the federal government, and they're not going to participate in cannabis. So what can you do? You can get somebody that you think has some some values. You know, and and knows his shit that says, hey, instead of producing cannabis, I'm going to spend my, you know, my the best hours of my day, I'll say, going around and certifying people. And I have this seal that I made and I publicize this seal as, you know, organic approved or whatever. And for now, that's going to be a trusted seal in the industry. You know, so what's the same way? What's uh, what's the what's the one that we gosh, the organic certification, man. It's not a national organic certification. The one. What are we? Come on, man! It's the one that everybody knows. You know it. What's that certification? What? Not Omri or yes. anything. Yes, yes, Omri. So Omri's a company, right? I don't believe they're. I believe. I don't think they're I government think they're run, like are the they? Feds. I think they're a private company because they certainly asked me for thousands of dollars for shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, that's something where you can start a company. I'm going to call myself the organic. 
you know, Materials Review Institute. And it's an institute, and yeah, I'll get funding from wherever the fuck I can, but I'm going to charge you like a motherfucker to, uh, uh, to, uh, uh, what's it called? You know what I mean? To, to do everything from certify your stuff to inspect your stuff, all that. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you know, hopefully, if you get to know your dispensary, your bud tenders, potentially, if you're lucky enough even to get to see your grower, meet some growers, you can get a feel and hopefully know there are there are places that have just in their, you know, organic alternatives. What is that the Fort Collins one? They have organic in the name. What's their name? Is that it? Organic alternatives. Just, and I will say I, we did meet the head grower there. Shout out to Brady. And he was buying organic nutrients when we saw him, man. You know what I mean? I was like, wow, somebody actually <laughs> lives up to their name. So, I mean, yeah, there's so, certain, and there's a, and somebody like that, those organic nutrients he was buying, by the way, were fucking expensive, man. You know what I mean? He's growing a boutique product. Um, so he should be rewarded for that, man. You know what I mean? He should be able yeah. to show off that he is organic, that he's taken that extra step, man. You know, and it, it is, uh, I would expect a bit more flavor and I would expect to pay a little bit more. You know, I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong with having a seal that says that. I agree. All right, man, before we go out to Minnesota in the news, let's take a break here, man. You guys can check everything out. You want to see these news stories, comment, whatever. Uh, DudeGrows.com, of course, episode 240, this week in a cannabis. And, uh, yeah, man, keeping it real on a Friday for sure. Hope we're going to have a good weekend planned out. But let's uh, enjoy it. I don't know. Scotty's been working on more and more uh, parodies and uh, – I did. I didn't even listen to the last uh, episode. Did you? Did you fit some King in there? Are we done with King marijuana? I mean, no. We got, I, I love King, man. I just put him in there. Just put him in there, man. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> I just had to check, man. Sometimes I do a, a bad a bad job of listening back to some shows, guys. But when I do, it's it's interesting. It's like, damn, okay, that shit sounds pretty good. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, the King's funny, man. No, me and Eli Braden been just having some fun, man. Working when the songs come to my head, man. I've just been. Uh, texting him to him and he's been jumping right on him so some of this shit is just ridiculous but who cares who cares sweet we'll put some ridiculousness in here even though hopefully mtv doesn't have ridiculousness uh, patented so i can say it on our show Uh-oh. since that's actually a pretty now we're getting sued <laughs> we'll be right back guys mumbling be right back with more cannabis news all right Kicking back, listening to the podcast after a long day. You want to relax, chill to the max, and you know the way. So you're rolling up some sweet green stuff you planted and grew. And now it's time to get real high for the dude grows news. Right now is the time to get real high. Right now is the time to get real high. Right now is the time to get real high. Right now is the time to get real high. For the dude grows news. All right, out to Minnesota, man. Shout out to Van Ripster. Um, and we got some more DGC out in Minnesota. I don't know who else off the top of my head. but uh, Yeah, you got uh, Paul from the- Murray Glassworks, man, up in Minnesota, oh, shit, right? man. Thank God. Thank Paul. Sorry, Paul, man. I mean, we were just hanging. We were just hanging out here. Uh, had lunch. Hooked us up with some good glass. And, yeah, sorry, guys. Out at Murray Glassworks. Absolutely, good man. Point. My new friend, okay. Paul. Um, Sounds like a Jim Croce song, doesn't it, man? What's that? Too far back, man. Sorry. Okay, good. (laughs) Minnesota. Medical marijuana sites grow. Cost, access, and concerns remain. Looks like out in Bloomington, Minnesota, they resisted opening medical marijuana dispensaries for fear to attract crime. But now they're warming up to the idea... Uh, Minnesota is uh, Minnesota Medical Solutions, which opened sites in Minneapolis and Rochester, expects to open in Moorhead and Bloomington by July 1st. Um, the co- <laughs> what is with the big yellow pills? And when I say big, I mean giant yellow pills, man. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, so the company's rival, isn't that interesting? Like out in, in Minnesota, I think there's only these two, like, who's your rival? Here in Denver, man, your rival's 50, you know, 200 other businesses. The company's rival, Minnesota, Leafline Labs, 
opened its first dispensary in Egan last summer, and it plans on expanding as well. Are those pills so, or suppositories, man? <laughs> so Minnesota's strict, here you go, here, here's what you're seeing, strict medical cannabis law bans clinics from selling plant-based marijuana. That makes so much sense, doesn't it, Scotty? Uh, yeah, don't. And the yeah. Medic- you know what we should do? Let's just refine it into chemicals, man. <laughs> but it is so true. The, the, think about just think about that though. How comfortable are we? When was the last time you went to the doctor and he prescribed to you some herbs? You know what I mean, like some kind of an herbal cure. And now think about like different you know parts of the world. Eastern medicine. You go to the you know in China. I'm sure you go to the doctor. I'm sure there's a lot of herbal cures. But here we're totally uncomfortable with that. You would never go to the doctor to have prescribe anything but things in that look like this in pill form basically either pill or injection right yeah wasn't i just talking about this with you and somebody i thought like it's like i like i like modern medicine for uh you know for an emergency i break my arm i cut myself open whatever that's great but like you said yeah the 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 herbal cures and things that you know anything from as small as like uh you know barely a tribal thing in the rainforest these, these guys speak their own language all the way to chinese medicine has been around forever um, we, are, we are over here a little bit more. I wouldn't say afraid of it, but it's just like big, big pharma's like and the money they're making with all their fixes. But oh, we did yeah. recognize in last week's news story that Walgreens, you know, they just straight up tweeted out information about THC, CBD. Um, you know, they know they know what's up. Like I was just joking the other day at lunch. It won't be too long, hopefully, before you go to Walgreens and you get your uh, you get your weed, your weed PM. You know, Fuck yeah, it, man. new new weed PM, ninety three percent indica formula. <laughs> uh, so. But man, I'm, um, I'm in Minnesota, to go to the fucking doctor, man. You know, what I mean, you go to the doctor these days. I got a little wheel. They spin pill injection or surgery. Fuck yeah. that. Man. So uh, Minnesota strict medical cannabis law bans clinics from selling plant based marijuana. And the medication comes in pill or oil form, which is a lot more controlled than in states such as Colorado or Washington that have legalized marijuana for medical and recreational use. Hey, that pill Said is at blooming- least an inch long. At least I'd say an inch and a quarter. <laughs> That was uh, the Bloomington mayor, um, Gene Winstead, said, This takes on the likings of a pharmacy, Winstead told the Minnesota Medical Solutions officials earlier last week. I would venture to say that pharmacies in our community have a product that would be um, as susceptible to break-in or theft or things than or things than what's being distributed and uh, dispensed from your facility. Okay, I think I followed all that. I don't get it. I was taking a bong hit uh, in the middle, but I still don't get it. It's all good. You don't have to get that part. Uh, Minnesota's expected to have eight clinics open this summer, um, and, but observers continue to wonder if patient demand is there. Uh, you know, I heard Van Ripster talking about this when he was out for the cup. The state predicted about 5,000 patients might enroll in the program by the end of the 2017 fiscal year. So far, only 1,300 patients have been approved, and those patients live an average of 50 miles from the closest, closest clinic. Uh, and it's Man, such a sucks, shitty dude. representation of what the medicine is, too, to have those extracts that's so far removed from smoking really good herb, where doing something as simple as smoking really good herb could really change these people's lives, man, on a bunch of levels, you know? Then uh, these, yeah. you know, using these extracts, are, you know, all bets are off, man. There's a different selection of chemicals. You know, ca- cannabis is a bunch of chemicals all put together in a natural form. When you start pulling them out of that natural form and fucking with those natural concentrations, the same thing happens with microbes, man. My microbe guy tells me the same shit. He goes, a lot of these guys put a bunch of extra microbes in there because they like to see it, the, the list look really good and they want to tell you it's got everything in there. And they end up fighting each other and starving each other out and out competing. So it's like, there's like a certain way to do things, man. You know, and if you fuck it up, it's more isn't always better, you know, more concentrated, yeah. you know, giving these people a super concentrated dose of cannabis isn't always better than giving them the natural. Hell herb. no. You could totally turn them off, man. When you have the choice to take, I mean, it, it depends if they get their, their dosage dialed in and you're like, Hey, you know, it's just like treating somebody with a concentrated form of oil that has cancer or, or whatever. We've heard stories of people that it's too intense their first time. And it's like, dude, I am never doing that again. You gotta, you gotta build up. You know, and you, you don't want to, like you said, you got to be careful with with the pills and oils, and they definitely affect you differently than like just taking here. Try just one little light one hit, man. Just try to start there. Um, <clears throat> but the the other thing that sucks is the affordability of it. It says here, this is the first patient, uh, Patrick McClellan, and he says he can only afford, or um, he. He's one of the first people to go downtown Minneapolis clinic when it opened last July. So far, he can only afford to spend 250 a month on medical cannabis, 
With constant muscle spasms, the 50-year-old says that's not enough for the medical marijuana he's prescribed. We can't afford to solely use this medication, he said. For $250 a month, for people that are on Social Security disability and are not working, it's just impossible for most people to afford, much less these costs of $500 to $600 a month or even $1,000 a month. Um, so, yeah, I so said the biggest reason behind the low demand isn't the price. It's the limited list of qualifying conditions, <laughs> you know. This is crazy, man. Yeah, the state began only registering patients with nine conditions, including seizures, sh- sorry, seizures, muscle spasms, Crohn's disease, intractable pain. I don't know, I don't know what that, uh, what's intractable pain? Just meaning like you're, you're constantly in pain for some reason or another? Sounds about right. Says that will go into, uh, that was later added. Um, the biggest one sounds here, like, though, is sounds intractable like bad pain. bad pain by a lawyer. You know what I mean? He has intractable yeah. pain. It says that the, the intractable pain is the, is the biggest one because that's going to pull a lot of folks into the fold that right now are relying on things like opiates in their, to treat their life with the addiction um, and overdose risk. Cannabis just doesn't have those risks. Yeah, definitely, definitely. you got to open up that window wide, man. Like, like you, I mean, it's not hard here in Colorado to go get your medical card. It just uh, typically isn't, which is a good thing, man. And it, if you should just be able to go in there and say, I, 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 I'm in pain. I use cannabis and done. So, and then you got to pay your little, your, your fee to the state. And how much is it to get a medical card in Colorado now? Man, you just recently renewed yours. Yeah. Right? I want to say it cost me a hundred bucks for the doctor and maybe 20 or 35, something real. And it might even been less. <clears throat> might've been like mail this with a check for 15 or $25 to the state. So it was very inexpensive. You know, the yeah, doctor and was, that the, does, was the most expensive part of it. Yeah, I got to get mine renewed because mainly one reason is just if you do end up going to the, the dispensaries to get a heck of a better deal. And uh, if so. you're in other states, you can pull out your card and usually get into, uh, I don't say usually, but you've got a chance of getting into other dispensaries, which is cool. Well, you got a plant count too, right? You got like a 24 plant count or you can get up to a 24 plant count for yeah, growing. Yeah, you know, the doctor uh, gave me up to 12 plants I'm allowed to grow. So an extended plant count. So I, Yeah. Yeah, I heard they'll do up to like 24 now, but then after that, it's got to be some, you know, it's got to be some serious stuff because some docs were getting in trouble and be like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I can see that you need to grow your uh, <laughs> 234 plants for your but, but still you have to, uh, the state doesn't give a shit. So the state's like, oh, hey, that's great. Your doctor said that, but we don't recognize that. So fuck off. Yeah. True. <laughs> you know, true. You know? They might not say the fuck uh, off thing, but that's unspoken. All right, let's go to, uh, you got a news story here. It looks like you found out of uh, Bay, Bay Area, Bay County, man. It says Bay County. I don't know where Bay County is exactly. Oh, Michigan here. Bay City, Michigan. Bay County man pleads no contest in a legal medical marijuana grow operation. And I'll let you cover this story a little bit, but I'll tell you, sometimes when we see these bus stories, and there's been more of them in the news, actually, guys, when I'm looking through the news for some reason. There has been. Uh, this guy, like, sometimes you'll see a picture of a guy, you're like, man, that's just, uh, nope. that's just, look at that, it's just like your normal Joe, it sucks for him. Don't this be guy, dogging this guy, this guy looks like DGC, man, he looks like someone that could definitely hang with us, man. He looks like a nice guy, I, I totally, I totally agree, but, I mean, in verse, just because he obviously looks pretty pissed in his, like, mugshot thing here, like, he, he, it's more that he looks pretty angry about what's going on. I do dig his uh, extra long goatee. Yeah, man. I think this guy <laughs> seems like, honestly, when I put these on, sometimes I think, man, they're fucking with our audience, man. Because <laughs> you know? uh, it says, anyway, so <clears throat> I don't think this guy did anything too wrong, man, and I think it sucks that he's in a lot of trouble. Joseph Sheeran pleaded no contest to one count of possessing marijuana and with intent to deliver. The charge is a four-year felony. Here's why I put this now, on Now, what does here. that mean, four-year felony? Like he'd be looking at four years? I think so, but now follow the... Yeah, I believe so. So let's assume that it means that he could have gotten four years for it. So let's follow the course okay. of events right here. By pleading no contest, Sanderson did not verbally admit to having committed any crime. Uh, Sharon treated, I guess that's the uh, a lawyer, I'm sorry, the um, judge, treated judge. Sanderson as guilty when he processed to, to sentence him to a $500 fine. So that tells me he was looking at four years. He settled for a $500 fine. And <clears throat> Sanderson also agreed to give up any claim to more than $2,000 in cash. So it doesn't say 2000 It says more than 2000 So who knows how much they seized from him. So he's not going to even claim that shit. Uh, and a 2009 Jeep Wrangler seized by police. 
So he's got it. I think the 2009 Jeep Wrangler, it says he paid like thirteen grand in cash for. They also see, they seize 2300 So what it is is they're just like, hey, man, you know what? I'll give you a nice light sentence. You want a nice light sentence? Sure. Don't, you know, maybe you just forget about all the shit we seized, that brand new car, and uh, we forget to put you in jail. I mean, that's kind of a weird relationship to have with the government, no? <laughs> yeah, it's just like... You know, they wanted to get they wanted to get paid. It looks like, but they said she had a medical card, though, right? His wife. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of one of those things. I mean, where it didn't look like that. Is this no? This isn't the one. But it, it, you know, it doesn't have to be that sophisticated of an operation. You know, maybe the guy was doing a, you know, I don't even see how many plants it was, but. No matter what, with the different size of plants, it really matters how many lights or what size of the operation. But big deal, man. The guy had a five-year-old kid, man. In my opinion, you're trying to put food on the table. If you got to sling a little bit of weed to do so, man, I don't think that makes you a bad person, man. Right now, it's really hard for people. Like, we just did that story in Minnesota where there's legitimate sick people that really could use this medicine that are having a pay these outrageous prices to get some kind of synthesized extract from the go- you know from some government regulated industry when they could just buy weed off this guy probably for a hell of a lot cheaper you know so i don't see these people as doing anything really bad oh my no, god think all, of the children he had a five-year-old son well yeah so that five-year-old son probably got you know new clothes this year and a birthday party and was able to you know go out to you know Maybe he took his wife out to dinner every once in a while, man. Well, what, I don't begrudge what people is, for making a little bit extra money on weed, man. No, and it says you know, she was a uh, um, Sanderson. That the guy was, uh, uh, she was his caregiver. This is all legit. The plant count was legit because it says a caregiver can grow up to twelve plants, um, producing up to two and a half ounces of usable marijuana for each of their five patients and themselves. It also says caregivers can receive. Reasonable compensations for services provided to assist with a qualifying patient's medical use of marijuana. Uh, the one thing where it went, it did not go good because I'm reading. If I'm reading this as an attorney, I'm thinking, hey man, I can probably get this guy off, but I'll bet you it'll cost just as much as him, you know, giving up his Jeep and uh, and the cash. But it says they seized a cell phone that contained text messages implicating Sanderson um, in illicit marijuana sales, and it says so they seized twenty three or two thousand uh, three hundred and twelve dollars in cash and the Jeep worth uh, thirteen. So what they got about fifteen, fifteen five. Right, 15 everybody's K. happy, man. This is a successful. Uh, successful <laughs> yeah, except operation. him. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, and for him to take this to court and fight it, and then say, man, I might risk prosecution, but the, the attorney would say, okay, but we could probably get you off, man. You were caregiving. The plan count was good. They found your phone with some messages, but we could figure out a way around that, and then you owe me $12,000. So, yeah, he probably made the right decision. Just said, all right, you guys, you suck. Here's <laughs> right. some money. Right. It's just sucks interesting. to take the Jeep, dude. Hey, man, in, uh, in South mean, Florida, uh, the, the pot lawyer, the, you know, the cruise pot lawyer, was like kind of on a major road. So you'd be driving by, and every now and again, not every now and again, frequently, you would see people's cars there. <laughs> Like not like there for storage or for like collateral or like I traded this car for legal representation. <laughs> That's how you would know different people were in trouble, man. It was kind of funny, you know. Either yeah, either they're visiting, trading. That is no, funny. Th- yeah, but you'd see it there for like the week, you know, the month. <laughs> yeah, man. If you guys are growing in prohibition areas, I mean, the, playing the game is just you know knowing what you're going to have made what what your risk is and what you're going to have to do you know when i when i grew back when there was a risk on me for growing you know when sh- no way in hell me and you would ever think about doing a podcast talking about weed and growing and all that hell um, no. you know you uh, you always look at what you should always look at as a grower in a prohibition state what's going to happen when a police officer comes to my door with a warrant right assume you know that like they're coming in they know you're growing what's your defense what do you have set up etc and just you know make sure you're ready for that potential problem because it happens all the time guys so it sure does and it still happens man. man even in prohibition states it still happens I myself am a completely state legal grower, recreational plant count under 12, six in bloom, six in veg, and everything is behind locked doors and compliant. FYI, I'd have to say, I might be the dummy that actually lets them in. (laughs) I think they might actually give me a cookie or something, man, you know? Dude, I mean, I don't have By the way, that's how it all starts. That's how it all fucking starts, man. I don't have anything to hide. If they come in, they'll like what they see here. Then they come in and bust yeah, your but fucking in balls, Colorado, man. It's different, man. For nothing. I, I know it, attorneys have always said, if 
cops come, you don't let them in. Unless there's a warrant, you don't let them in. Well, that that used to be the case in, I'm speaking specifically in my situation in Colorado. My plant count's in check. Even if my plant count is out of check by one, they're probably going to be like, look, I've heard this happen. We're going to be back in 24 hours to check compliance. And if it's cut down, you're good. You know, Dr. J had, you know, police visit his house and he did the opposite. And he said, look, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm growing, but everything's good. I really don't want you guys to come in. And they said they were going to come back. And I think they came back and he was just like, yeah, everything's in check now, man. Um, so and I don't believe they ever obtained a warrant or anything for him, but I don't have hey, shit to hide, man. I you sure know what, as hell, they can, you, you know what pissed the ahead. founding fathers off enough to fucking want to separate from England, man, where they were like, fuck this, man. It was what? people being able to come into your fucking house for no reason. Government officials, you know? That's that pissed them the fuck off, man. You know what I mean? They used to be the colonists were here and the English would be like, yo, we ain't got no room for our soldiers. We're staying here. They'd be like, what the fuck, man? You know, they had no rights, man. So when we founded this country, one of the things that we we made sure that we gave people was we gave them rights to uh, to at least rights to privacy, you know, as to where. In our homes, we don't have to worry about fucking the authorities, Johnny Gestapo knocking on our door and telling us he wants to check our papers, man. You know, we, it's an assumption that we're, you know, we're innocent until proven guilty in this country. And, uh, yeah, it's a little bit fucked up when it don't seem that way. I agree. I agree. But if I'm following the law and for some reason, who knows why, they want to check it real quick. Because you know what's going to happen if I say no? It's going to cause a problem. It's going to be a sore thumb. It's going to be like, okay, he said no. Hmm. So maybe he maybe said no to an unjust uh, law. Maybe this motherfucker stood up. This is the only guy that has money for an attorney, you know, a good attorney, that's willing to stand up for an unjust law. And these fucking people. Yeah, and, I agree. I agree. This All isn't right. like a, the, the uh, what's it called? The Supreme Court doing this. This is a bunch of guys down at the city council. You know what I mean? Joe the roofer. You know what I mean? That's also a city councilman that got his neighbors to vote for him for city council. It, this, these guys might be making unconstitutional and are making unconstitutional laws all the time. And the checks and balances is, uh, you know, or, or, or the check is people like us and people, that, you know, and when you have you know, people like normal that are like, yo, we got a couple bucks. We'll throw behind this, man. We'll fight this in court, man. And that's how you don't lose your rights. Man, I seen it with that Patriot Act after 9-11 and shit. People's rights get trampled. And it's, it's not cool, man. It's something. That's my issue, man. You want to talk about how I vote, man? You know? I Come give on, a shit about for that. The, uh, you're not for the stop and frisk? You know, the stop and frisk law. <laughs> no, like, man. That, I mean, you look like I perfect example. You. Fuck no, man. That is racist as a motherfucker, yeah. man. I agree. I agree. But so far in my dealings and stories I've heard here in, here in Colorado, it's not it hasn't been an issue. I've heard only a friendly encounters. For example, if a grow room is visited, it's typically for a reason. One reason a friend of mine has grow rooms visited was because his digital ballasts were screwing up the ham radio operators deal and uh, up the street. So they're like, oh, we've we there's got to be a grower something around and literally we're able to nail it down to his house and that's so scary because that's like isn't that like can't that be like a federal issue with like the federal communications whatever commission and stuff and if they send federal officers to your house finding out why you're fucking up the signal then you're in trouble man <laughs> no i think they actually sent somebody which is scary enough i agree that somebody from the drug task force and Buddy, let him in. He's a medical patient. His counts, his plant. I probably had like I don't know, forty something plants. We're within. We're within his allowed limit under his card, and everything is completely uh, legit. And uh, never saw him again. Never heard from him again for years. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I'm sure. Anyway, get put on the list. I know you were getting a little righteous there. I know you. I, I agree. Don't just be letting people in your house for sure. Just this um, is the but, time, man. Cannabis is in a weird stage where we're just kind of we're giving up a lot of our rights just to have it legal. We're like, really? You'll let us have it legal? Okay, sure. You want to come search my house anytime? Sure, no problem. You want me to give up my right to uh, defend myself and have a weapon? Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, sure. You know, what I mean, like it's yeah. uh, we got to be careful, man. You know, a lot of times when, you, when you're desperate, you know, and you're, you're negotiating and you're just desperate to, you, when you're not going to say no to anything, you're no longer negotiating. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, everything's going to be all right here soon enough anyway. And we're going to have Trump up in there rocking. <laughs> and uh, anyway, we're not, we don't go into politics like that on the Dude Grow Show, guys. So oh, I just, uh, no. we'll, we'll stop it there. But no, uh, no, anyway. no, no, no. Why don't you talk no, about no, some no. good news, Scotty? You found uh, Colorado passes law allowing medical marijuana in schools. Man, the, the, the Jack's Law, what's up with this? That is good news, man. 
Let's see here. Anonymous vote in Tuesday. The Colorado Senate approved Jack's law, a measure allowing children to use medical marijuana on school grounds. So the law, which Governor John Hickenlooper supports, requires school to establish policies for medical marijuana access. Sorry, what was his um, name again? What's that? John Hickenlooper? Did I say who? <laughs> Maybe it's me, man. John I was getting all high over here, man. Having a good time. Um, so this is good, and as long as, which we'll keep reading here, they used to have it to where it had to be administered by, by a parent or nurse or something. Like right. That's probably what it says. Jack's Law is named after Jack's uh, split, a 15-year-old suffering from sp- uh, spastic quadriplegic cerebral palsy and dystonia, who requires around-the-clock support. Uh, Split's mother, Stacy Lynn, began fighting for access to medical marijuana in schools after administrators confiscated Jack's cannabis-infused arm patch last February. Oh, come on, uh, man. Like, that's going to hurt somebody. You know what I mean? Like, that's a real responsible way to deliver cannabis. I could see it becoming an issue if, the, you know, he's like, dude, I have to smoke this joint in school. You have to provide a place where I can smoke this joint. But being having an arm patch don't hurt nobody, man. They could have let no, that and the main thing with schools, quietly, though, is man. It made an exception for him. They get worried about federal funding. They're saying that basically this, if the school wants to, officials at Jefferson County School, um, they said uh, that they confiscated Jack's medication, said that as the recipients of federal funding, federal law applied to their halls, meaning that they're worried about getting their federal funding screwed with if they're going to allow cannabis in their schools, you know? Right. Um, you know how they could not get their federal funding yanked? It's just by not saying anything, man. Just by saying to the parent. I was just you know about to I mean? say. Yeah, you know what I mean? To the parent, hey, you know what? There's really no rule for this, so uh, uh, we see nothing. You know what I mean? We're gonna, we're just yeah, gonna I mean, ignore this as as it as if we didn't know about it. Whatever, I don't know, man. But there's got to be a solution that doesn't involve bringing the involving the federal government. Yeah, and I'm sure there's plenty of children that medicate to a degree that have conditions. I mean, you don't have to tell everybody everything. Obviously, you know. Unfortunately, uh, maybe that that he had an arm patch. Um, maybe he shouldn't have let anybody know. But now, because of this, we did get this passed. So that is cool. Hopefully, most of the schools. We'll see. We'll allow it, and then it can be kept securely, like every other medication, in the school nurse's cabinet, and she can administer it also. Because administering uh, or administering uh, cannabis is not a, a complicated. You know, it's not even like when people have taken an EpiPen or a shot right. or whatever. Yeah, there's much it's more complicated like a, shit than that. So good news, good news for for Jack's law. Hell yeah, absolutely, man. Did you see this next one, man? My, my NFL draft pick. I actually got the full story on it. <laughs> no. Man. Oh, this was from the dude who was wearing the bong gas mask? Yeah, first off, that dude was finally drafted by the Dolphins, of course, man. My team. <laughs> yeah, my team don't discriminate. I'm going to have to say good. thank you, Dolphins. Thanks for not discriminating against him, man. And there's plenty of good weed down in Miami, so you'll be just fine. Laramie Tunsil tumbled down the NFL draft boards Thursday night after a bizarre video of him was posted on his Twitter account. Minutes before the start of the proceedings, potentially costing the offensive lineman millions of dollars, man. And they showed a 30-second video of him smoking out of a bong gas mask, man. Somebody was vicious as a motherfucker with this guy, man. They also sent out a video of, uh, uh, it says, uh, what's it say? His Instagram account was also hacked after a message was posted that shows an alleged text exchange between Tunsil and an Ole Miss football staff where Tunsil requested money. You know, so he's like, Tunsil acknowledged taking money from coaches during an interview after he selected Thursday. So he was selected by the Dolphins. When asked if he took money, Tunsil responded, I'd have to say, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, man, I just think it's crazy. Somebody hacked into his account, man, and posted that shit, man. And that's that's a bummer. It cost him millions of dollars, man. Yeah, definitely. But, I mean, you got to... You know, you got to watch what you're doing. Be careful. It was interesting as that far as the Dolphins guy, the uh, coach, was like, oh, I saw that shit two years ago. We knew about that video two years ago, you know? So, like, nobody was really surprised, man. You know, if, you did yeah. your, if you did your homework, I think your job is, like, uh, if you're scouting talent for these pro teams is to go check these guys out. Because think about it. You're kind of about to give, like, a 22-year-old guy millions and millions of dollars for the first time in his life and he's been broke by the way you know i mean all throughout college they can't take shit so they're broke so dude think about what that's like man all of a sudden boom you know you got to be careful these guys aren't going to nut up or your investment just went to shit you know 
So I'm sure that they study a little bit about these guys, man. So I just thought it was interesting, man. And I just want to shout out to the Dolphins. I appreciate that uh, they didn't. They didn't. (laughs) Well, uh, honest and true, they didn't disrespect cannabis, man. Where they were like, okay, it's a big deal. The guy fucking smoked cannabis. You know what I mean? He's got has a gas mask bong. Who the fuck hasn't? I'll fucking you know, great. We can get him cheaper now. I'll take him. Yeah, still that same person. So I appreciate that, man. It's kind of cool. Yeah, completely different and okay as well. I mean, you see pictures. If you want to see real scary pictures, you just Google uh, meth head pictures, and they got the, the before and after ones. It's crazy. Like this is Judy before she did meth, you know, and then yeah. after it's like. I oh, mean, there was man, this is guy that, that just real did- or a zombie. Yeah, yeah, there was this guy that just uh, damn Dana Stubblefield just got. He went to jail. Like they actually, he's a uh, was a 49er that people cheered for for years and years. Man, he's a staple. I even know his name, and I don't know shit about the 49ers. And I just went to jail for rape, man. You know, like jail, jail. Like that's yeah. fucked up. It definitely is. All right, man. Why don't you? Uh, if you got one more, I got to. Uh, I got to get ready to get on an p- airplane, man. A jet plane. So pick out your your next best best pick you want to cover here. We'll get ready to put it in the bag. I got it, man. And, you know uh, what? I'm just gonna say big ups to, uh, man. What's the what's the guy's name, man? I don't follow it too much, but the uh, guy from Harborside, man. Something Steve. Is that his name? I think it's uh, D- D- D'Angelo, maybe. Yeah, Steve yeah. D'Angelo Steve or something. D'Angelo's. I don't know, but anyway, shout out to the Harborside guys, man. They really do the the type of things where they they fight for cannabis rights. Uh, that guy's made some money, and he reinvests his money instead of buying, you know, fancy cars and boats and all that shit. I mean, God love him. I hope he drives a nice car. But they reinvest in in. Uh, cannabis defense man so he took on the government the federal you know the feds man and uh after you know posturing up and saying hey we're gonna go to court and i've got a legitimate legal defense and we're gonna do this man and we're gonna spend some money here uh the yeah. fed the feds actually backed down decided to spend their money somewhere else and their energy somewhere yeah, else. they dropped their case man it began in 2012 um they've been facing the looming threat of civil forfeiture uh civil forfeiture so that is pretty that awesome means giving all your late- shit to the government man that ain't no joke. Yeah. Um, there says they're in the clear and no longer have to worry about a looming raid. Hell yeah, man! I bet you he can sleep a little bit, a little bit better. I was at night thinking about that, man. A guy that like that, I'll bet he only sleeps when he's got fucking conflict, man. He's like one of those organisms deep in the ocean, man, that needs the pressure to survive, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. When everything's good, now he's gonna be like losing sleep and like it's like, man, I've been in conflict for the past four years. Like, okay, <laughs> right? So. You know, what do I do now? I wouldn't fuck with Steve DeAngelis right now, man. It'll fuck you up, man. Um, so, yeah, they, they said basically at a, a, a statement here today, representatives of Harborside will join Oakland council member at large, Rebecca Kaplan, on the steps of City Hall to make an announcement that the Harborside case has now been dropped. It says, as someone who's advocated for Oakland's nation-leading system to permit, tax, and regulate cannabis facilities from the beginning, I've been very pleased at their success in providing clean and safe facilities that continue to contribute positively. So, and if you guys haven't seen their facility, it's pretty sweet, man. Like, Fuck yeah. Just check out, maybe Google some Harborside uh, videos or whatever. They've been in a few shows. I don't know them off the top of my head, but they got a, a crazy, crazy cool facility out there. Definitely help a lot of sick people. So They do, man. That guy's got his head in the right place. Now, that's the kind of spokesman. That's the kind of guy I want to see succeed in this industry, man. He's the spokesman I can get behind. Yes, and uh, yeah, exactly, man. You got these people like we covered you know, in the beginning of the like show. You know, we're getting like 500 stories. He ripped me off, man. Fuck him, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anytime you say anything nice about anybody, you always got the stragglers that come through, man. A little bit, a little bit. But, uh, well, cool, man. Yeah, definitely good news in, in the canvas world. And, and most of it's going to continue to be good, I feel, regardless of what's happening with with politics, I don't see, you know, this movement being turned around. We got to be sure, careful, so. though, man. We got to be careful that it doesn't yeah, go don't from, get lazy with it from from legalization to total, you know, corporate control. And then it just becomes like, you know, cannabis, is another big tobacco in, in seven or eight years. I don't like that either, man. I like the idea of, of that, that guy that went to jail because he had some plants, was growing some plants in his basement and was hooking people up. Man, I don't want to see that guy go to jail anymore, man. I want to see that shit change, man. So we still got to be real careful. The, be, having the plant free is one thing, but allowing people to, you know, con- you know, to control the plant is a really important thing. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. Yeah. Don't, like I was saying, don't get, don't get lazy with it. And the other thing is that uh, there still are plenty of people that are in 
prison for nonviolent cannabis offenses, and that's another whole a whole other issue that Hell needs to yeah, be. Hell yeah, man! You know, everybody that is just the biggest waste of uh, cell space on earth. But regardless, man, I got to run. Dude, Grow Show episode two forty. Guys, we'll be back Monday with uh, Grow Talk. If you want to learn how to grow some cannabis, have any suggestions, get some questions over to dudegrows.com and just submit your questions. And the category grower questions is where we check them out before Monday's show. Let's talk some TLO uh, on Monday, though, man. I got that that Poundhouse interview. Uh, Those guys are doing a cool TLO, so I'd like to just talk about it, see what everybody's doing. That would be a good idea. Good idea for some grow talk. And you guys take it easy. If I haven't gotten back to you here in my emails, you know, with my email anxiety. I'll be, uh, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be in touch shortly. Definitely got some some good people uh, getting in touch with me. So that's it, guys. I will uh, be hanging out with you, Scotty, on Monday. You guys have a good weekend and uh, enjoy. Hang out on DudeGrows.com. Tell your fellow growers. Check out Dude Grows Show. Alright, take her easy, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>